You're listening to the Cubicle to CEO podcast, episode 67. Have you ever wanted to be on TV and instantly add credibility to your name and brand? Keep on listening for an exciting invitation. We are joined today by the magnetic Jen Gottlieb, who will be sharing how to leverage the media and free press to go from the best kept secret in your industry to a household name. Jen is the co-founder of Super Connector Media, a full-service PR agency. She has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Women's Health, Good Morning America, PBS, and Goop. In her own career, she also had a 14-season run as a co-host on VH1 and a starring role in a Broadway national tour to boot. We talk about how Jen literally manifested her dream man and now business partner, Chris Winfield, the magic a future gratitude list can bring into your life, and her best tips for amplifying your media presence to skyrocket the growth of your business, including an example of how one of their Super Connector media clients increased her revenue by 55% in just seven months through PR. If you're ready to use the power of your story to be on TV and become the recognized expert in your niche, join me for the next Be On TV Bootcamp that starts December 7th. This is a five-day live bootcamp, and I will be participating with you guys in the group live. So head on over to ellenyin.com slash TV for all the details. Again, that's ellenyin.com slash TV, or click the first link in the show notes. Welcome to the Cubicle to CEO podcast. I'm your host, Ellen Yin. Each week on this podcast, learn from the best and brightest in business who have paved their way to the top of the corporate and entrepreneurial worlds, as well as those new to the CEO game, like myself, who are working in the trenches to build our empires. Listen in as these leaders impart their wisdom, inspiration, and encouragement to empower you to become the CEO of your dream business and life. Hey, are you a service solopreneur who wants to make your first $10,000 month? If you're tired of being in the client chasing cycle, I created a free class just for you. Set aside 45 minutes today. I promise it's worth your time and go watch my value-packed masterclass where we go over how to attract consistent clients with a simple sales system that does not rely on you having a large following or posting every day. Growing your business isn't easy, but it should be simple. We're cutting out all the overwhelming marketing strategies that are keeping you busy without getting you any results and replacing it with my step-by-step consistent clients cash flow system. If you're ready to create your 10K month action plan together, head over to ellenyin.com forward slash get clients to watch this on-demand training or send me a DM on Instagram with the phrase game plan. Again, that's ellenyin.com forward slash get clients. Okay. Good morning, Jen. I am so excited to have you on the show. I know we see your lovely face everywhere these days. And so I'm excited for you to you know, hop on here and tell us really how we can be connectors in our lives and show up more fully ourselves, both on TV and the press, but also just you know, in everyday life. So thank you for joining us. Ellen, I'm so unbelievably excited to be here. Yes, we're so, so excited to have you. And Jen, I know that you have a background in TV. You, you know, you've been on VH1, you 
were on Broadway. So being a stage, you know, a stage actress, even more so, you know, being able to show up and make a impression is really a big thing. So how did you transition from that world into the world of PR where sometimes it's a little bit more behind the scenes? Oh yeah. That's such a great question. And you know, no one's actually ever asked me that question. And it's Thank re- you. that's a Ellen, great way to virtual start. high five. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. And this is such a great thing for me to think about because you're absolutely right. Like I was at the forefront of everything and on stage and on TV. And you know, that's so in my blood to be a performer and to be, you know, I'm, I never really cared about being about being like the center of attention. That's never been my MO. In fact, I'm quite introverted, but I love nothing feeds my soul more than being on stage being on camera still to this day, but now I am actually in an industry where I am behind the curtain for a lot of people and helping them step into their light and helping them shine. And the way that it transitioned, and I do have to say before, it wasn't a complete transition because I still do perform in my own way. So we have our live event that we obviously pre-coronavirus, we did, you know, it was a huge production and I got to be on stage and speak and I speak all over the country now. So I get to perform in a little bit of a different way uh, still, but it's, it's kind of, it's on my own terms, which I really love. So when I was an actress, the thing that I did not like about the entertainment industry was I was always waiting for someone to pick me. I was always waiting for someone to tell me, to give me permission to use my gifts. Like I couldn't do it unless somebody else said you're good enough. So every single day of my life, I was auditioning and auditioning and auditioning and getting heard. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not tall enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not, you know, you you didn't do a good audition, right? Like whatever it is. No, 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 no. For maybe one yes, where they're like, you're good enough. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm good enough. And then like (laughs) you get one gig and it's awesome. And then you got to go try to get the next one. So I, I became... You know, I had, I had a really big pivotal moment in my life um, where, you know, shit had to happen for the shift to happen, where, you know, basically my entire life pretty much broke down. Um, I was in a, a relationship that looked really perfect with the guy that I thought I was going to marry um, and, you know, living in this million dollar apartment in New York City. And I was on this TV show in VH1 for 14 seasons and everything looked like it was completely together, but really in the background, it was completely falling apart. And it all came to a head. I found myself uh, getting kicked out of that apartment. My boyfriend was cheating on me. And I went from this big sparkly life to living in a tiny little room in an apartment with six other actors with a window that faced a wall. And my show got canceled. Um, I basically had to start over from scratch. And I, you know, I sat there, I remember in that apartment and stared at that brick wall every single morning and I would write down, one day I'll know why this happened. One day I'll know why this happened. I wrote it down over and over and over again and like six months, seven months would go by and I still didn't know why it happened. I'm like, this sucks. Like, why am I waiting so long to know why this is happening? But I, it forced me to, to really figure out who I was and what I wanted to do because I was living so far out of alignment of who I was because I love performing, but I wasn't I wasn't performing uh, in the way that I wanted to because some people are built for that. They're built to go audition, go on tours all over the country, not really have a home. I'm not built for that. I'm more built for the entrepreneurial mindset, which I didn't even know until I started to try. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just build my own business. I'm going to be a personal trainer and I'm going to help people because that's what I knew. I knew other than acting, performing, singing, and dancing, I knew how to work out. I knew how to transform my body. So I was like, I'm going to teach people how to do this. And 
I knew nothing about business at all. I was an actress. So the only thing that I knew about business was the media and PR and how to leverage that to get people to talk about me and to get my name out there. So I started leveraging PR and media. I started using it. I started getting on TV as a wellness expert and, and getting a lot of media and at the same time, leveraging connections that I had. And I ended up, I ended up like, we want to talk numbers within six months of starting my own business, which I'd never done before in my entire life. I was making, you know, over $200,000 uh, a year, like right off the bat. And that was by leveraging PR media and using my connections, which is what super connector media is based out of. And, and then I met, uh, you know, several years later, I, I built this business and this company um, that, that grew and grew and grew and was awesome. But it, it wasn't, I wouldn't even say awesome. It was good. It wasn't awesome. And I know I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to that right now. Um, I've been in that place a couple of times where everything's just good. You know, you know, it can be better. It's not great. It's not bad. It's just good. And I'm like, something else is missing. I miss performing. I met, you know, and I wanted to fall in love. And those are the two things that I knew I really, really wanted. So I started working on manifesting those things, falling in love, falling in love mostly, and then just figuring out how I can create some kind of opportunity for me to be able to perform in what I was doing. So in my head, I knew that that meant speaking. I knew that meant events, but I didn't know how the hell to start doing that. And then I met Chris Winfield and Chris is my business partner. He's who you met, Ellen. And, uh, and we, you know, we fell in love really quick and it became very, very, very obvious that, you know, what he was doing, which was helping entrepreneurs connect to the media so that they could share their message with the world. He was doing events. And it, it just, it was like, the, all the arrows of the universe pointing exactly where I was supposed to be. It, it just finally like lit up for me. And so Chris and I became partners and created super connector media together. And so now we together do things to, I mean, we have a PR agency full, you know, high level PR agency. We have a boot camp where we teach entrepreneurs and, uh, you know, experts, authors, coaches, how to get in the media and get on TV. And, you know, like you said, I went from being in the front to being behind the scenes. There's nothing more fulfilling than being behind the scenes of people that are doing really good work and helping the people. That's so beautiful, Jen. You know, I have to touch on a couple things that you brought up. One, one of the things being recognizing that you were in this place of good, not great, which I think is very difficult for some people to push themselves out of because oftentimes bad things happening in our life is a catalyst for change, right? Like when your whole life broke apart and you had to move out and find a whole new career path, that was a catalyst for change. But had, had that not happened, you know, would you have stayed? Would you have not ever done anything different? And so it's really interesting to think about, you know, that sometimes we, we get so complacent and used to what's good that we don't expect of ourselves something greater. And so I love that you brought that point up. And also the point of, you know, being able to perform on your own terms and jumping into things before you knew how to do any of it and to still build such success. I find that so inspiring. Also, speaking of manifesting love, I know that that's a huge thing that you've talked about in your content. You know, you literally manifested Chris. So just for our listeners who don't know you guys, let's hear a little bit of that story because I think that your ability to really visualize what exactly you want and make it come to life is so 
powerful. So I think that people can take away maybe something from your story about how they can visualize something they truly want in life too. Love this. Well, this is my favorite story. And it's not just my favorite story because it's my love story. (laughs) It's my favorite story because every time I tell it, I'm reminded the power of myself. And and it's not me. We all have it. Uh, There is nothing special about me, girlfriend. Like, like, I'm only good at a very few things. We all have this power within us. And every time I tell it, I'm like, God, that is like crazy pants that I did that. If I could do that, I could create anything that I want. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was, where should I take it back to? I, you know, I was single. I, my, my life was good, but not great. And it's really easy to stay in the good. It, 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 it's easy and it's not scary and it's not uncomfortable. We don't have to go outside of our comfort zones. We can just stay good. And a lot of people, unfortunately, stay good for their entire lives. And then at the end of their life or, you know, once they're much, much, much older and have a whole bunch of kids and, and it's harder to make moves, they're like, why didn't I go for what would have made it great? Mm-hmm. And I was dating in New York city and I was dating all these guys that were just good and they were matching my good. And it was like the guy that I had envisioned in my mind for so long, like a finance guy in New York city, even though I was totally different than I used to be. I was into personal development. I was an entrepreneur. I was like, had a growth mindset and I was dating all these guys that were like negative and victimhood, just that, that other mindset, you know, there, there's, there's a couple, there's like a, you know, the growth mindset. And then there's the, um, you know, more stagnant mindset. And a lot of New Yorkers, especially, you know, in that world of finance and a nine to five is much different. And, um, so I was like, shoot, you know what I have to do? I have to actually figure out who this guy is that I want to be with and I'm going to manifest him. And I actually like said to myself, I'm going to do an experiment and I'm going to manifest this person because I had manifested my Broadway role. Like, and it worked then. And I never did it again. And I was like, you know what? If it worked then, I can do it again. So I got really clear on who this guy was. And it's like, not who my parents want me to be with, mm-hmm. who I want to be with. And I have the journal somewhere. I, I wrote down, he's a six foot tall entrepreneur that's into personal development that was previously married, that had a child from a previous relationship. I wanted someone that already had a lot going on, like knew how to love, knew, you know, because I didn't know if I wanted to have kids, um, didn't drink alcohol lived on the Upper West Side of New York. I wanted to, I I got so specific, so specific. And, and I remember like telling my parents and my grandma, like, you know, I'm very close with them, who this guy was. And they're like, you're never going to find this person. This person doesn't exist. You're going to be alone forever because they love me. You know, it's not because they're trying to, you know, be mean to me. They just, they love me and they wanted me to find someone. They're like, you're being way too picky. You just got to settle. You're dating all these great guys. Why don't you just pick one? And I'm like, no, they're not this guy. And what I would do is I have this picture on my vision board of like the back of a guy's head. And it was like a, you know, just, it just envisioned who my guy was. It didn't look like him or anything like that. It was back of his head. And every single morning I would talk to him and I would write him letters. And it was just like, I can't wait to meet you. Um, if you see me, I'm wearing my black long sleeve top today. If you see me on the street, come and say hi. I can't wait till we work together. And then I got really, really clear. And I was like, we're going to be a power couple. And I just remember that word in my mind. And I had all these pictures of different power couples on my vision board. And I was like, we're going to work together, create together. And he's going to be into this stuff like me. And he's going to help me grow. And I got clearer and clearer and clearer. And so much so that this person became real to me. 
because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between a real memory and a fake one. And if you really, really dive into creating that memory and that person and you speak to them and talk to them every day, they become so real that every single time, every single time I would go on a bad date with someone that wasn't him, I was like, oh, you're not him. I talk to him every day. I know who he is. It's not you. So gosh, that's so cool by the way. And I'm just, I'm nodding like vigorously because, you know, I I've met Chris, I know a little bit about him. And so it's so interesting. I mean, down to those details of doesn't drink alcohol, was previously married, has a child. Wow. Blows my mind because Chris is all of those things, right? He hit every single one of those things. So how, how did you, how did you actually meet him? Did, did he come up to you randomly on the street? Was it straight out of a movie or did you guys meet an event through a friend? What happened there? So this is a really interesting part of the story. And it's a, a really great reminder to everyone that's listening that everything happens for a reason. And I know that's such a cliche term. So I actually like to just use the uh, Steve Jobs quote, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So when I was a personal trainer, my very first personal training job was at this gym in Manhattan called Reebok Sports Club. And it was a really fancy schmancy gym on the Upper West Side. And I dated this guy at that gym and he was a trainer and his name was Carlos and he was like this really like sexy Latino guy and like, you know, it was a fun relationship, but kind of silly because like he cheated on me. It was dumb and like, you know, it was one of those like rebound relationships and I remember crying over him and it was like, you know, now that I think about it, I'm like, come on, Jen, that was like a silly rebound relationship. It was a very, 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 very important reason because... One day I was walking down the street. This is when, let's skip to, I'm manifesting my man and I'm talking to him all the time. And um, I'm walking down the street and I walked past the gym that I used to work at ages ago. And I had never gone back there. So like, let's just add this little piece of the story because it's an entrepreneurial piece of the story. They, I, I started to train people on the outside of the gym and started to slowly create my own business. They found out they fired me. They said, you can never come back here ever again. So that forced me to build my business um, on the outside. So it was a great thing. So I never had gone back. But since they had fired me, Equinox purchased the gym and let go of all those people that fired me. So I walk by, I'm like, it's Equinox now. And I just got this really strong feeling that I needed to go sign up and be a member there. I was like, there is somebody there that I need to meet. I have to go back there. So this is like seven years later. I walk right in. I give them my credit card. That gym is about $300 a month. It's very expensive. I'm like, screw it. I have to be here. Here we go. Here's my card. Start working out there. I bump into Carlos. He's still a trainer there, still working and nothing feels better than when you bump into an ex and you look great and you've got your own business and you're doing amazing. Right. And he's like, so what's going on? How are you? I'm like, I'm doing awesome. I have my own company and whatever. And I'm explaining to him that I'm a coach and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, you should really meet this guy, Chris Winfield, that works out here. He, I think, does something similar to you. Maybe he could help you. And Carlos didn't even really know Chris that well. Like, they weren't friends or anything. He just heard of him. And he's like, here's his Facebook. So Carlos, the guy that I dated years ago, sent me Chris Winfield's Facebook. And I added him as a friend. I was like, maybe this guy could help me. I don't know. Maybe I need to be connected to him. My word of the year was connection. So I was like, I'm just connecting with everybody. We went for a walk in the park to meet each other. And he walked up to me and the first thing he said to me was, who's luckier than us? Because it was the most beautiful day in New York City and it was like the afternoon during the week yeah. we could go for a walk. And um, that was it. That walk was like 
six hours long. He took me to Barnes and Noble and we like, he bought me all these personal development books. I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening? And so, you know, all that manifesting and all that visualizing of that guy, what it did was it just, it made me open and ready and willing to receive Chris when he came into my life. I don't know if it magically brought him. I don't know that. But I do know that when he did come, I was ready because I was like, this is it. I've been practicing in my head for so long. Yes. Yes. I love this so much, Jen, because, and I, this is like the little piece I want to pull out for everyone listening. It's, you can see here that with Jen, she not only just visualized Chris and then just sat on her butt in her apartment, never leaving, going, all right, magically knock on my door. Here you are. But you went and you listened to your gut. You took action. Like when you passed Equinox and you know something in you said you had to join, you immediately took action. You're like, I am here. I don't know why, but I'm here. And you showed up. And I think that's the key difference is some people are like, oh, you know, that's just a bunch of fluff and woo woo. And you know, how can you just magically make someone appear? And it's like, well, it's, it's both the combination of the clarity of what you're actually looking for and then listening when you see it, right? It's, I think it's both of those things and then taking that action. So that is, oh, that story gives me chills because it's so cool how, you know, this, this painting or, or whatever picture on your wall became a real life person because you just got so clear on exactly what you wanted. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. It's such a big reminder. And I want to hone in on this a little bit more for people that are listening, because you're right. People think that like, oh, the law of attraction, I can like visualize it and I'll magically appear in my life. That is not how it works. It does not magically appear. But what it does do is it just makes the opportunities clearer. Like there's neon lights pointing at them. Right. And it's just like, you can't not take action. And it makes the fear a lot less when you go to take action because you've rehearsed it a million times in your head. So the key is the action taking. If you don't do anything, nothing happens. You have to take action. But the visualizing, the getting clear, the knowing that it is yours before it is actually yours just makes it a lot less scary to take that action. I love that. And even the part earlier where you said, you know, the subconscious mind can't recognize the difference between reality and, you know, what's make-believe perhaps in your head. I think that's really cool. I, I don't really feel like I've totally mastered that aspect yet, but it kind of reminds me honestly of like when we're children and our imaginations are boundless and we have imaginary friends wow. and how it feels so real. And we talk about them like they're exactly like real people and it's, you know, no one bats an eye at it. But then as you grow older, people just think you're crazy. You're like, why are you talking about something that doesn't exist? Quote unquote. But um, I think that's so cool. I love that. I love that exercise. I hope all of you today find some time to be like Jen and write down in a notebook, whether it's love or otherwise, something you really, really want to happen in your life and, and just start practicing that visualization daily. Yeah. Go even deeper, one step deeper. So you're going to write it down, but every single morning I do a future gratitude list. And this really helps you tap into it, feeling that it's yours already. And I say that I'm grateful for things that haven't happened yet as if they've already happened. So like the day that I met Chris, I wrote down, I didn't know that he was my husband and I wasn't thinking like, I'm so grateful that Chris Winfield is my husband and I'm meeting him today. It was like two separate things. It was like, I'm so grateful. I met my husband today. Cause I said that every day. And then I'm so grateful that Chris and I had a great time today. And I'm so, so, and, and your, your future gratitude could be something as like, I'm so grateful today was amazing. Like, Ellen and I had the best podcast ever. Um, or I'm so grateful that I made a million bucks this year. 
Like, I'm so grateful that, you know, whatever it is that you want to create and what gratitude does is it nothing taps you into that feeling and the frequency better than gratitude because that's like the strongest frequency that there is. So that helps when, for me, visualizing, because sometimes it's really hard for me to just like visualize something like that's bullshit. That's not real. That's not really going to happen because we all have those limiting beliefs, those fears, things that come in and like give us all the excuses to stay safe and, and to not go there and to not visualize and to not, you know, take action. But when I tap into gratitude, it just makes me feel like, oh my God, yeah, duh. Like, this just feels so good. Of course. Oh my gosh. How good is this episode with Jen, you guys? I just want to quickly pop in and remind you to please do not miss out on this insane opportunity to work directly with Jen and Chris in their Be On TV bootcamp that starts December 7th. I will be doing this bootcamp with you guys live. It's only five days. It's so full of energy and fun. I was actually kind of a fly on the wall for their last one. And it's insane. I mean, the amount of of just fun surprises and energy and value that they pour into this bootcamp has been so cool to witness. They're constantly coming up with fun giveaways and prizes, and they really keep you accountable with like daily challenges and homework assignments. And everyone in the group is working together to land that first TV interview. It's really inspiring to see the stories of the other participants and just to be able to engage with each other live on Zoom every single day for five days. It's truly an incredible experience that you do not want to miss out on. If you know 2021 is your year to be seen as a go-to expert in your niche, if you want to skyrocket your visibility and the growth of your business, please come join us inside Beyond TV Bootcamp, December 7th, five days, live challenge, and just go to ellenyin.com forward slash TV for all the details. Again, that's ellenyin.com slash TV. See you guys there. Yes, I love that. And I think gratitude changes like you said, you know, being open to receiving things, I think gratitude just makes you a more open person because you are, you are so much living in that abundance all the time. And what's okay. I didn't even realize this until just this moment, but what's really, I don't know if ironic is the right word or funny or just freaking awesome. But what's so cool about your love story is that, you know, your, your company that you and Chris built together, Super Connector Media, is all built on connections, right? And being a connector for other people. And how funny that you guys met through a connector. Carlos was your connector, right? It all, <laughs> your love story literally started with connection. And so I think that's that's a, a, a just like a beautiful tie-in to what you guys are doing now, which if you can share a little bit more about, you know, the reason why it's called Super Connector Media and how you guys approach PR differently because I know that you don't like to approach it the traditional kind of stuffy way. So let's hear about that. Yeah. So yes, our tagline at at SEM is PR done differently. And we, we do it so much differently. And if I had a dollar for every single person that said I got burned by a publicist or PR didn't work for me, or, you know, like I don't really believe in PR because I tried it and it didn't do anything. I would be like a bazillionaire because people, every time I get on a call with somebody, they say that. And so we're like, you know, screw this. We're going to come in and completely disrupt this industry and we're going to actually make it work. And really at the end of the day, you know, there's a few things that we do differently. And number one is we incorporate the mindset piece. Because the only reason that anybody that is listening to this right now has not gotten mainstream media and they want it, the only reason they haven't is because of the space between their ears. 
Mm. is because of themselves holding themselves back. Because I guarantee you, if you're listening to this podcast, if you follow Ellen and you're listening to this, you got a great thing that you offer people, you help people, you probably have an amazing story and you probably have an amazing message to share. So if you're not getting it out there, it's, it's because of the fear that's holding you back. It's because of the imposter syndrome. It's because of whatever it is um, that is most likely mindset. So we address that. And it's such a huge component of our company. We secretly say that we are actually a personal development company that uses media as the gateway. We really Ooh, are. I like that. It's so, the vehicle. It's the vehicle to the ultimate transformation, right? Hundred, the media is the vehicle. Because when we see our clients, oh my gosh, do their first television segment or do their first Facebook live and they help somebody. I'll give you, would, do, do you want a tangible example of how this? Yes. Yes, please. We love tangible here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So from our, our Beyond TV bootcamp, formerly known as the Beyond TV challenge, if, if you've heard of this before, now it is the Beyond TV bootcamp. Um, we have this amazing woman that was a former Marine. Uh, she was suffering from severe PTSD and black woman, um, incredible human being. She signed up for the challenge. And at the end of the challenge, she goes through this challenge. She's shining bright. She's incredible. I'm like, Brenda's a badass. She's amazing. Little did I know at the end of the challenge, she spoke up. She, she raised her hand and she said, at the beginning of this challenge, the day before it started, I called the suicide hotline. She was like, I was going to kill myself because I couldn't deal with PTSD. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Um, I felt you know, completely helpless. And the lady on the other line said, wait one day and go do something else. Do something, anything. She came across our Facebook ad, clicked on it, and she signed up for our challenge. Now, she decided to start, you know, doing the exercises that we give in the challenge. Like it's like, you know, going live on your Facebook and things like that and like telling your story. And, and because she did that, a woman who had not gotten out of bed for four months because her child committed suicide. So she had been bedridden. She hasn't, hadn't fed her other kids messaged Brenda and said, because of your Facebook live that you did, you inspired me to get out of bed today and feed my kids for the first time. So then Brenda was like, Oh my God, I make a difference. My message matters. And so from that, she did it again and again and got so much more feedback and more feedback and then started to realize how important her message was, how important her voice was, and how much fun it was for her to start talking about what she did and, and inspiring other people. And now Brenda has like her own show. She does these Facebook lives every single morning and is inspiring people all over the, the map. And she's couldn't be more on fire and couldn't be. So the transformation that happens when you start to realize the power of your story mm-hmm. is massive. So let's forget about business, money, sales. Mindset is the first thing that we focus on at SCM. But then if you want to get real tangible money sales, we want PR to work for your business. So we don't want to just throw spaghetti at the wall and get immediate just to get immediate. That's great. That's awesome. It's sparkly. It's fun. It's cool. It gives you unbelievable amounts of social proof and credibility that nothing else can, right? Like you can say you're great on social media all day long, but unless somebody else says that you're great, like Forbes or New York Times or, you know, Good Morning America, then why are we supposed to believe you? But we believe those people. So it's, you know, it's like your verification. It's like your little blue check mark, which is what media is. But at the same time, you can get all that media. And if you don't do anything with it, like if you don't leverage it, if you don't amplify it, if you don't get the most eyeballs on it, nothing happens. 
Mm-hmm. So we teach how to leverage and amplify your media so that you can get the most eyeballs on it and that you can actually make money and hit your business objectives by using PR and media. So it's not just for shits and giggles and for fun. It is actually there to make you money, get you customers, take away the sales call aspect. I have so many clients that are like, I don't need to get on sales calls anymore. People go to my website and they look at my media and they're like, I just want to hire you. Like they just like, like, I just want to hire you, sign me up. I don't even need to get on a call. That's amazing. Could you imagine not having to get on sales calls anymore? <laughs> That's what leveraging PR does. I love that. And you know, what I, what I think is so powerful of what you said is, is the intention behind, you know, PR, not, not just like you said, Oh, here's me and look at me. And that's, and that's cool because I got featured in this, you know, big publication, but the after math of it. And what's interesting, Jen, about our conversation is you're reminding me of this other conversation I had with a guest a couple months earlier where she was talking about podcast amplification and how most people, they, they work so hard to get on a podcast that when, you know, their interview is over and it goes live, they're like, all right, I did it. I made it, you know, now what? And, and then they expect something to happen, but it doesn't. She's like, no, the magic happens after, after it goes live. And so if you can, would you be willing to share a like a little bit more or maybe an example of how you guys help amplify media to make it work for these entrepreneurs. Yeah. So what we say is 20% of the value of the actual media hit, whether that's a podcast or a broadcast or print or online is the actual hit. 80% of the value is what you do with it afterwards. There are so many different ways that you can amplify your media. It all depends on what your goals are, right? There's the obvious, like amplifying it on social media. So you should always take that hit and make a really amazing image and, you know, and put that on your wall, put that in your stories, right? There's all those obvious ways, but then there's also using it as a sales tool, So using media, like nothing is more magical than if you're having a sales conversation with somebody and they are debating on if they want to hire you and you respond to one of their emails, you're going back and forth in that sales conversation and you're going to the final call, right? Maybe it's a two call close and you, you send them, Oh, you know, here per our conversation yesterday, I talked a little bit more about that here in my New York times article, you send that over. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, credibility, right? Mm -hmm. The other way that, that it magically works, I'm like, this is magic. It really is. It's, you know, you can pay for Facebook ads all day. And we pay for Facebook ads. We love them. But PR is like magical fairy dust that you sprinkle on top of your marketing. Because mm-hmm. if somebody is looking to work with, um, let's say, a coach, they want a life coach, right? They're Googling life coaches. They have two different referrals. Um, they have two different life coaches that cost the exact same amount of money, have the exact same amount of knowledge, the exact same amount of um, amazing reviews. One of them has a whole bunch of media logos underneath their name. Today's show, Good Morning America, Forbes, Entrepreneur, like all of it, and, and a couple of different clips of them on TV talking about things. The other one has nothing. Which one are you going to choose? Right. It makes the choice so obvious because, again, like you said, it's that extra layer of credibility that only media can provide. And I think, you know, for some people in the age of social media, they might even say, well, Jen, you know, I think the media is outdated. Like, does anyone read newspapers anymore? Why even bother when, you know, social media, everyone's just on their phones all the time and, you know, doing all this stuff. What would you say to people like that who maybe have this outdated view of how media plays into their business? And, you know, I know earlier when we were chatting, you were talking about um, one of your clients, Dr. Dr. Roseanne. So if you want to even share that example, I think it's so powerful, you know, exactly what it can look like in your business. 
Yeah. So my answer is twofold. I will talk about Dr. Roseanne, but you know, everybody that's really into social media has this one really important goal. And what is that? They all want to get that little blue check mark, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody wants to get verified. And I think that the process of getting verified tells us a lot about how important mainstream media really is. Because if, I don't know if, you're, if your listeners know this or not, but in order to get verified on Instagram, you have to have lots of media placements. You have to have mainstream media and they're very specific now. We try to we help get our clients verified all the time. It, you have to have your name in the headline of a massive ma- like mainstream media thing. Like th- that's all they have you submit. I know my friend, she's amazing and she has like a huge following on social media, um, like hundreds of thousands of followers. And she submitted to get verified again and again and again. And she had lots of media. And then finally, she got one Forbes piece that had her name in the headline. She submitted again, and they were like, okay, blue check. So I just always like to say that because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that is still what matters because you can't get your blue check unless you have mainstream media. So that's the first thing. The second thing is for your business, something happens to the human brain when they see someone on television. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you are a millennial that only watches TikTok. If you see someone, even if you see them on your phone on a television interview, it automatically gives them credibility in your mind. It just does. And that is the way that that the world has been. And that is the way that the world will continue to be. Or the New York Times or Forbes. It, It just gives, it's like, you know, when you're buying makeup, women listening to this and that allure seal of approval, like allure, you know, the little... Red. I know what you're talking about. Like in magazines, yeah, it's, it's that like gold seal of approval. Totally get it. Yes. It's the greatest thing ever because I don't even need to try makeup. I just, if it says that little red thing on it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy this over that. I don't care if it's better or not. Allure said this one's better. That's what media does for you. So Dr. Roseanne was the best, the best. She treats... Um, some of the biggest celebrities' children. She's a child psychologist, one of the best in the world. But when I met her, she was the best kept secret. No one knew about her except for her high level clientele. And she was like, I want to be the expert that everybody knows. And we're like, all right, let's do it. Let's double down uh, on PR media. And she started getting tons of media and rocking and rolling. And you know, with media, it's all about momentum. So one piece begets the next, begets the next, begets the next. She's gotten over a hundred media placements, well over a hundred broadcast segments and reached well over a billion people throughout her time, just pursuing media. And so much so now here's where you're like, all right, Jen, how, how did this change her business? Her business increased 55% from when she started doing media to now. So, and that was probably about seven months, not even a full year. And the way that she was able to track that is now she has people at her practice when they answer the phone, they say, hi, which media segment or, or you know, which, um, which channel did you see Dr. Roseanne on? Because everyone's like, oh, I saw Dr. Roseanne on this or on that. And that's why I want to bring my kid here. Um, and so she was able to actually track that 55% increase, which is unheard of, was wow. due to mainstream media. That is so insane just just because most of the time you know like when you get a media hit it's it sometimes can be hard to immediately track those two connections because it's like oh you know it's exposure like i saw you somewhere 
I don't know where, but like you said, the momentum builds. And if, if you're everywhere, then it's almost impossible to ignore you. So I think that's so cool for, for people listening who may be thinking, well, you know, I don't live in a big city. I don't have any connections. I, you know, all the things that people say when they believe media is not for them. How would you combat that? How would you say, well, look, this is, if I were you today, if you were to, if I were to transport you, Jen, like, I don't know, five years ago, 10 years ago, um, take away all your connections, put you in the middle of like a small town America place. What would you do? What's the first thing you would do to try to get in front of the media? Yeah. I would first say to all of those people that if you do something that helps people and you have a message that is inspiring, that could possibly help someone in any way, it doesn't matter how big or small, it is your responsibility to be visible to those people because every day that goes by that you don't make yourself visible or try as hard as you possibly can to make yourself visible to those people is another day that those people are going to go hire somebody else that isn't necessarily as good as you and doesn't care as much as you. And they're going to pay them money simply because they can't find you. So if you're not making yourself visible, and now it is easier than ever before because we don't have to go anywhere to do TV. You can do it just like this. All of the interviews are done via Zoom. So you have no excuse for that. And people may say, I don't have any connections. I don't know anybody. We actually do an exercise in our TV bootcamp. We teach you that you do have every single, every single connection that you need already in your current network. And people are like, What? It works 100% of the time. You just have to dive in to the people that you already know. And we, oh my gosh, I have so many stories of people thinking they had no connections, had never been on TV before in their life, and just tapped into their network that they already have and were able to get on television. So you don't have to be a household name. You don't have to have on-camera experience. You don't have to even be great on camera. You just have to have a story that helps people. And you have to understand that it's your responsibility and that takes the ego and the fear out of it because it's not about you. It's about that person sitting on the other side of that article or on the other side of that television. That's like, Oh my God, I needed to hear that today. Thank you. Yeah. That Because of that, I I'm going to go change my life or I'm going to do one thing for somebody else that helps them. And it's like a ripple effect. I love that. And it brings back to mind, you know, that previous example you gave, I I'm so sorry. I'm blanking on the name, but the, um, the Marine that, Brenda. Mm-hmm. Brenda, yeah, who went on Facebook Live and reached that mom who just hadn't gotten out of bed and allowed her to reconnect with her kids, show up fully for her kids. Life-changing, like seriously life-changing for those children, for herself. And imagine if Brenda hadn't gone on that Facebook Live or, or hadn't come across your ad, you know? Imagine, God forbid, Brenda did do what she was thinking she was going to do. Yeah. You know, even before the challenge. So, you know, it was her desire. It really, and, you know, talking to Brenda now, even after the fact, what helps her every single day is knowing that people are listening. But mm-hmm. every time she speaks up, she's helping someone. And there's nothing better than that. Like, absolutely nothing. And if you focus on that, on hope, help one person every day, then it's never about you. The fear goes away. You don't worry about your ego. You don't worry about looking bad. You don't worry about anything else. It's just about that person that you're going to help by showing up. That is so cool. I wonder if there's a way to combine your kind of visual exercise that you gave us earlier, Jen, and maybe for people who are scared of, you know, venture into this world to visualize that person, like you said, on the other 
side of the screen, who's reading the article or watching the TV segment, visualize who that person is. What does their life look like? What is sucking about their life right now? Why do they need you? And then talk about it with gratitude as if you've already reached that person. And this is what their life looks like now because they met you or because you met them. I think maybe that would be a cool way to you know, wrap up this whole, this whole conversation that we've had today and really put something into practice. That, I love that. So what we usually do is we do a future gratitude list with all the placements that we want to get, like Mm -hmm. saying, oh my God, I'm so grateful that I was on the Today Show or whatever. But your idea is even better because it's going a step further and it's talking about the people that greatly help. So what if we all did this and I'm going to do it when I get off of this call. What if we made a future gratitude list of the people that we were able to help? And like, maybe it's, I'm so grateful that I was featured on my first television segment And because of that television segment, a woman reached out to me and said that because of the thing that you said, I took action and I changed my life today. Or even, not even I changed my life today. I went to the gym for the first time today and I feel great, right? And just feeling like, oh my God, feeling that feeling as if it happened, how great that feels. Oh God, if I felt that every day, I would be pitching myself every day, every day, get that feeling. I love it. Okay, guys, you you heard Jen, you have your homework assignment. Go tag her on Instagram. I'll link all of her links below for the Be Live bootcamp. Um, for if you want to get on television, that's a great way to start. Be on TV bootcamp. Sorry. Be on TV bootcamp. Okay. Oh, yes. Thank you. Be on TV bootcamp. And Jen, the last question that I want to ask you is what does being a CEO mean to you? Hmm. Well, I am a CMO, and I'm going to tell you what that means, not the chief marketing officer. I'm the chief mindset officer of our company. <laughs> so I have to, that's my title, but I'm also a, a co-founder CEO with my partner, Chris. What does it mean to me? Um, oh my gosh. It, mean, it, means, it means really big responsibility. And um, I get to have that responsibility. So it, it means that I get to take that responsibility of helping people every single day. And, um, and that at some points in time that, that puts a lot of pressure on me and a lot of stress on me, but at the same time, I'm so unbelievably grateful to get to have that responsibility because the things that I get to do every single day make a big difference in, you know, the people's lives directly to me, but then in their friends' lives or the people around them and then the people around them and the people around them. And it's, it's just so much bigger than just my, you know, my team or, you know, my, even our clients or our attendees, it, it goes so much further and so much bigger. And I'm so grateful every day that this is what I get to do. I love that gratitude is just who you are, Jen. It's so inspiring. Thank you so much for being on our show today. And again, guys, make sure you check out the, uh, the, what used to be challenge now bootcamp, make sure you go sign up for that next one. There should be one coming before the end of the year and go say hi to Jen on all her channels. Go find super connector media. They're doing amazing things. Thank you so much, Jen. We really appreciate you. This was so fun, Ellen. Thank you so much. This week's listener review comes to us from Anna Claudia. Oh my gosh, you have a beautiful last name, but I don't want to butcher this. Magalas? Oh, I probably probably butchered that. I'm so sorry. But Anna Claudia wrote, or Anna Claudia wrote, um, updated my business plan because of this podcast. I am binge listening to Cubicle to CEO since I found out about it. I am implementing the gold nuggets as I learned them, and I already can see the difference on my mindset and business. Thank you, Ellen, for caring and sharing what you know with us. I wish much success and can't wait to follow your growth in the years to come. 
I feel the exact same way toward you. Thank you for your kind words and I wish you much success and I'm excited to see your business continue to grow. Thank you for tuning in. And for those of you who, you know, learned something new today from this episode and feel impacted by Jen's story and, and what she shared with you guys, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear what you have learned, what you want to see more of. Your feedback means the world to me. And of course, we always want to give you a shout out too. So again, when you leave us a review, don't be afraid to leave your website, leave your Instagram handle. I know I say this every week, but seriously, guys, I, w- I want to give you a shout out. So what are you waiting for? Run over to Apple Podcasts and leave us your feedback and a review. Thank you. Thank you. And if you haven't yet, make sure you head on over to ellenyin.com slash TV to join us in the Beyond TV bootcamp starting on December 7th. again for tuning in to the Cubicle to CEO podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support this podcast in one of three ways. One, post a screenshot of this episode to your IG story and tag me at Miss Ellen Yin so I can repost you. Two, share this podcast with a friend. And three, leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and reach more listeners. Please make sure to also subscribe so you don't miss out on new weekly episodes coming to you every Monday. And friends, until next time, keep dreaming big. Thank you.